Kiefer Bellows has had a really solid training camp. There's definitely a place for Shoshnikov within the top 14 here. Certainly, I think you're going to know the answer to that within the, the first five, six weeks of the season. Andrew, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not falling for the banana and tailpipe. Newsday presents the Island Ice Podcast with Andrew Gross. And welcome to Island Ice, episode 142, as we get you ready for the regular season. And hi, I'm your host, Andrew Gross of Newsday. I'm on Twitter at A Gross Newsday. And on this episode, for the whole episode, I'm joined, as I, I often am, by our good friend Colin Stevenson, as we're going to look ahead to this coming season as the preseason ends with a 3-1 win the uh the islanders over the rangers on saturday night at ubs arena and colin how are you how was your summer the last time we chatted on microphone we were driving back from my from montreal in the car <laughs> yeah that was a fun trip fun trip i had a great summer i yeah. actually uh it wasn't wasn't long enough i guess yeah. I don't know. Did all kinds of fun stuff, following my kids around, and uh, and I can't believe we're back. We're back, and you know I'm getting on a plane on Tuesday, <laughs> going on a road or not Tuesday, Wednesday, going on a road game. It's crazy. <laughs> yep, and uh, well, well there, there's lots to get to, so uh, let's dive right in, Colin. This, uh, you, you saw the Islanders twice in the preseason. The uh, the opener at Madison Square Garden, which I don't think was indicative really of either team, but. 3-1 Islanders win here at UBS Arena to close the preseason. The Islanders go 4-2-0. They win their last four preseason games. Preseason records mean nothing. Mean nothing. But both teams pretty much had their, their opening night lineups in this game, dressing for this game. So just quick impressions. What did you see out of the Islanders, and, and what are you expecting out of the Islanders? I, you know, I mean, I'm watching the, the Rangers, obviously. That's the that's the the team that I cover, but, you know, my quick impressions of the Islanders are Ilya Sorokin is really good, which I think we knew, um, and if Sebastian Ajo is the seventh defenseman, I thought he played pretty good tonight, so good for him. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I, you know, I'm, I read you every day, and I follow, and I see that, uh, you know, he had some injuries with Mayfield and Clutterbuck and all that. I don't know if those guys are out long term, but if uh, if Ajo has to play, I think, I think he'll be okay, and and, I, you know, overall, I thought the Islanders looked pretty good. I mean, Zach Parisi scored a goal. Uh, Barzal scored a goal. Um, so it looks like your top line is uh, is firing, and, uh, and that's what you want coming out of the preseason, I would think. Yeah, the Islanders held to 16 shots in uh, Saturday's win. But, uh, as you say, Barzell, the one thing Coach Lane Lambert was really happy with on Barzell's goal was the fact that Matthew actually shot. shot the puck. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> he comes out from the corner, and instead of looking for the pass, he, he fired a, a rising wrist shot yeah. there. Um, so the defensive structure, though, uh, looked a little bit better. Did you see the Rangers exploiting anything in the Islanders' defensive system, or... Uh, w w was the Islanders, you know, looking like they sort of did when Barry Trotz was coaching in their ability to, sh you know, uh, sort of uh, stifle other teams defensively? I think, you know, it's it is a preseason game, and I don't want to I don't want to harp on that too much. But I, I thought the Rangers got off to a really good start. It seemed like they were 
they were creating chances early in the game against the Islanders. But then, you know, the Islanders get a goal, and then they get a second goal, and that kind of changed the game. And after that, it was just kind of like not much happened after that. In fact, uh, I know Gerard Gallant, you know, we were like, yeah, you know, were you happy with this? Uh, you know, you didn't win the game, but were you happy with it? He's like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Neither team really did much. But, you know, nobody wanted to get hurt. Uh, we didn't, you know, just feeling each other out. So I really, I think it's difficult to make any um, judgments off of a game like this because it's the last preseason game. Yes, both teams have both their lineups, but nobody wants to get hurt. You know what I mean? So, like, we had one fight. You know, I, I was, you know, was wondering whether Ross Johnston would go with Ryan Reeves. He ended up going with Jared Tenorti. Um, Romanov impressed me. Like, he, he dropped Trocek with that one hit. You know, it ended up being a penalty. But um, not too, too much physical play, I don't think, other than that. And, and, and that's to be expected. I mean, the, the games will start for real in the week. No sense getting uh, anybody hurt today. Right, yeah, especially, as you mentioned, with the Islanders already – dealing with a few unspecified injury issues. Cal Clutterbuck not dressing. Uh, I think he just only he only played in the preseason opener, if memory serves me correct. And Scott Mayfield been absent from practices. I think he got two preseason games in. Islanders being a little bit closed-lipped is to the issues with that. We know Cal Clutterbuck coming off season-ending shoulder surgery, so when he doesn't practice for this long and only gets one preseason game, a little bit troubling. Uh, Casey Sezikis did play in this game. He had missed a, a practice or so. Um, Was, didn't, didn't the Islanders send a couple guys down and then bring them back because of injuries. Wasn't uh, Ratu and, uh, and Holmstrom, they went down and then they, were, had, to, they had to bring them back. Uh, so that, that, that would make you wonder whether, you know, any of, any of the stuff that's going on is, you know, a little bit longer term. Right. No, exactly. And you're right. Yeah, Ratu and Holmstrom went down and up within a 24-hour right. period. So um, final rosters due to the league on, on Monday, I believe, Monday, or they're going to be announced Monday at 5 p.m., right. So uh, we'll see whether the Islanders wind up with anyone on uh, injured reserve to, to start the season. Um, Want to get your impressions. Uh, one guy I thought has had a really good training camp, and he had a, he had a, a, a good game tonight again, a, a goal, uh, Kiefer Bellows. The presumption was going into camp that Oliver Wallstrom was probably going to round out the top 12 forwards. Uh, Wally dealing with an issue. He didn't play tonight. He skated with the uh, extras before the game. Uh, he played in the first three preseason games and then missed a, a few practices. But Kiefer Bellows has had a really solid training camp, and he's played with a physical edge to go with a, a hard shot. Uh, I was wondering if anything stood out to you uh, about Kiefer Bellows or, or any of the other Islanders. You know, he scored a goal early, and I guess I wasn't expecting that, right? Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, that's, that, that helps your cause. And as you say, he's had a, he's had a, good, a good camp and, and a good preseason, and, and good for him because this is a guy who was a high draft pick and, and really hasn't produced in a way that, you know, th that people would want him to produce. So it's getting to the point where he's going to have to produce sooner or later, and, and, and now would be a good time, right? So the, the Islanders, uh, let, let's face it, you guys, your team came in, and I think everybody figured they knew who the 14 forwards were going to be, right? Like, that's so that there's no, he was one of the 14. Uh, and we'll see. Again, it, 
he's going to have to do it in the regular season, though, right? So I, I think for a guy like that, preseason doesn't really mean that much. It's not going to impress me that much. I mean, I'd like to see where he is, you know, 10 games into the season. And, and I think for all these guys, it's the same thing. I mean, other than... You know, I know that uh, Robin Salo, I guess, has appears yeah. to have won that job. Sixty man, yeah. And, and uh, Aho, I don't know if he's going to be the seventh, but yeah. he's he's probably leading in that. You know, but other than that, everybody everybody on the team, you know, is a guy that you expected to be on the team. Um, I'm curious about the Russian guy because my my son, you know, the big Islander fan, has been telling me about this Russian guy that's had a good uh, camp and a good preseason, and I, I didn't get to see him tonight. No, Nikita Shoshnikov uh, did not play. Uh, he's brought some speed to the lineup. He's not going to be a huge offensive producer, point producer, but he does bring speed. He, he does, even though he's a smaller guy, he plays with a little bit of a, a physical edge, and he, he's played around the NHL before going back to the KHL. He played for Lou Lamarillo's Maple Leafs. I think he's had a really good camp, and I really think, uh, you know, he'll be, uh, especially if Clutterbuck starts the season on IR. I, there's, there's definitely a place for Shoshnikov within the top 14 here. You, you mentioned the Islanders pretty much. It, it's the same Islanders. Right. So the debate is, and it's an either-or question, either last season's misadventures and, and playoff misses were the result of bad circumstances. COVID-19 impacted schedule. Uh, the roster was compromised for a long time. So it was either that or that is a true reflection of where this core is right now. And it's a, it's a core that's aging out past its prime and can't keep up with the speed of the NHL anymore. And uh, I, I, this season, certainly, I think you're going to know the answer to that within the, the first five, six weeks of the season, which way it's going. You know, I'm just curious, Colin, which way do you think it's going to go for the Islanders? Well, you know, you say it's either or, and I actually think I disagree with you there. I think it can be both. I think that last season was a, a result of circumstance. Well, I mean, listen, I, I remember coming here with the Rangers the night before Thanksgiving, and I think there were eight, eight regulars out of the yeah. lineup, and the Rangers won that one pretty easy. And that, that really kind of set the team back. Um, you, know, I was, I, you know, I tell people all the time, when the Islanders had their COVID issues, it was a 10-day shutdown when you had COVID. When the Rangers had their COVID issues, it was a five-day shutdown. They were getting a guy who had it every day, but yeah. by the time he got to day six, the guy was back from day one. So, um, it, you know, the Islanders really got hurt by that. And, yes, I, I do think that that impacted them. You know, and, I, and I, again, reading reading you every day, I mean, Zach Greasy with the one goal in 33 games and, and uh, Kyle Palmieri had a slow start and all that kind of stuff, and those guys finished strong. So I do think that the real Islanders are better than last year's Islanders. I also think that they are starting to age out. And particularly when I look at that fourth line, you mentioned, you know, Clutterbuck's injured. Uh, I didn't see too much out of Matt Martin tonight. Um, So I do think, you know, that three years ago, maybe that was the best fourth line in hockey and it was a huge part of their team. I, I don't know if that fourth line is you know, going to be what it was three years ago. So, um, so yeah, I, I think both things can be true. And I'm, I'm actually a little bit on the fence with the Islanders. I think they'll be better than last year. I don't know if they'll be as good as two years ago. Yeah, and obviously 
two seasons ago was the second back to right. you know second of two trips to the NHL Final Four. I think I I, I tend to think that uh, maybe giving him too much of the benefit of the doubt, but I I do think. You know, they're, they're going to be defensively sound. They've got a really good goalie tandem in, in Sorokin and Varlamov. They can't, their forwards can't start as slowly <laughs> no, as they did no, last season. No, I mean, it's no, almost impossible. No, no, you can't do it. So but I, they I, won't. Right, they right. Won't. Yeah. So I, I do think this is a team that, that should secure, if not one of the top three spots in the Metropolitan Division, then one of the uh, Eastern Conference wild cards. Uh, Would you agree, or do you see them out of the playoffs? Uh, No, I would tend to think that they are a playoff team. I mean, I look at what else is happening in the division. I know we're going to touch on the rest of the division at some point, but you look at what's happening in Washington and all the injuries that they've had down there, and, you know, they're getting older, too, and, you know, you know... You and I have talked about this on this very podcast, how I feel about the Pittsburgh Penguins. I mean, I think they've they've been old for, for yeah. years, and they keep hanging on, yeah. and they keep proving me wrong. But eventually, they're going to age out. You look at Boston, they still have some good players, but, you know, they also, you know, they have a new coach. I mean, they've got some guys that, they, that they're missing. They're missing some guys to start the season. Marchand is out, and, and you know, Charlie McAvoy is out to start the season. So I think there's there's room there um, for the Islanders to step up, and and uh, and I think there are teams that maybe made the playoffs last year that may not make it this year, and so there should be a space for the Islanders to get in. So I do believe they'll get in, you know, and I do believe, and I've always said this to you, they are a team that's built for the playoffs. Their their challenge is to make the playoffs, but I, I do think that they have enough to make. Well, well, let's take a look around the Metropolitan Division to, to start in terms of, a, you know, looking at a, a preview uh, of the division. Uh, you mentioned the, the Capitals and the Penguins, and there's a lot of split debate as to whether those teams are aging out or not. Like you said, the Penguins always seem to make yeah, the playoffs. They and, never have a goalie. They're old, and they yeah. still make the playoffs. Well, and now they have uh, Darcy Kumper, who just uh, coming off a Stanley Cup with well, the uh, Colorado yeah. Avalanche. So. And the Avalanche didn't want to keep him. So what does that tell you? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so Only once, Andrew. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not falling for the banana and tailpipe. Can we agree that when you look at the Metropolitan Division... Most likely, the Hurricanes and the Rangers will probably be 1-2 in some form, you know, either or, right? Yes, I I would agree with that, yes. And then, so now you're looking at, you know, is is Pittsburgh hang in there and and, and get that number three spot? Or or can the Islanders jump up? You know, what's the story with Washington? Are they done? Are they Ovechkin and Tom Wilson and nothing else? Um, you know, the, the, you know, the Caps were fourth and the Islands were fifth in the division. So, I mean, I, I think there's a spot there uh, to move up. So, yeah, no, I, I think that the Rangers and Carolina are the two the top two teams in the division, and I think, you know, the number three team is, is there to be had. Right. And, and when you look, you know, you round out the division, the Blue Jackets bring in Johnny Gaudreau. They have some get, yeah. But they have some questions defensively. Are they there yet? I'm not sure the Blue Jackets are there yet, even with the Goudreau addition. Maybe you think otherwise? Well, I think they're actually, they're the ones, 
that are that interest me the most. Yeah. Because I really don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, how much of a difference does, does Goudreau make on that team? Now he's going to be playing with Patrick Laine, I think, on that on that first line. That could be a dynamite first line. Yeah. And, and that could that could cause some problems for some people. But, you know, you mentioned their defense. I mean, is their defense up to the task? And, um, and you know, I mean, you know, they, they had, what, 81 points last year, um, and you needed 100 to get in. So they've got to make up 20 points uh, from last year to get in. Can they do it? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm really torn on that. By the way, the 100 points to get in last <laughs> season, that was, a, I mean, crazy. an unbelievable high bar. You, normally, you figure if you get to 94, 95, 96 points, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. no, not last nope. season. Nope. Uh, so you got the Blue Jackets who are, I, I, I agree, a, a question mark. You don't know which side of the ledger they might fall upon. Hurricanes. By, by the way, consider this, too. I think the Devils are going to be better than they were. Right. And and I'm not saying that they're going to make the playoffs necessarily, but they're going to win some games yeah. over the course of the season more than they won last year, and that's going to hurt the teams that are in front of them. So maybe yeah. maybe Pittsburgh won't get 100 points right. because they'll lose some games to the Devils. Yeah. No, the, the, the Devils are going to play fast. Um, it, it, to me, the, the Devils is, what, what are they getting net with Mackenzie Blackwood yeah, and, yeah. and Vitek Vanacek? You yeah, know? now you've seen them twice recently. I, I saw them with the Rangers a couple times last week, and I, I thought Mackenzie Blackwood looked good to yeah. me. I, I, he looked good. He didn't look elite. Like, you right. know, okay. tonight, tonight I looked down at the ice, and you, you got Igor Shosturkin, you got Ilya Sorokin. Right. And, and you know these two teams have elite goalies, elite goalies. right? Right. Um, I, I, I don't – and McKenzie could be that. I, I mean, that's – Jerry's know, the, still out on him, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, uh, you know, look, the Capitals bet heavily last season on Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek, and both are gone this right. season. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But the Devils are, are, are going to play fast. They have some exciting young talent there. Um, I, I, I don't, Still a little too young right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't think they're there quite yet. Um, but they're going to make noise. They're yeah. going to take points away from people. You watch. Yeah. Now, as sports writers, probably the most interesting team in the division this season is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, <laughs> that looks really fun. Yeah, as a sports writer. As a sports writer. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be a Flyers no, fan. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, because, I, I mean, I think there's a very good chance the Flyers finish eighth and last in this yeah, division. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, if you, look at, if you look at the teams that have been bad the last few years, Detroit, Ottawa, um, Buffalo, they all got better. Yeah. Um, Detroit got a lot better last year and continues to get better. Ottawa, we know, went nuts this year in the summer and, and brought in a bunch of people, Alex DeBrincat and so on and so forth. So those teams will be better. Montreal is not going to be better. They'll they'll be they'll be tanking. Yeah. Um, they're in they're in full rebuild mode. So 
you know, there'll probably be a battle between Montreal and Philadelphia for for the bottom spot in the conference. But um, but yeah, other than Montreal, I think you know, I think Philadelphia is in trouble to, to, to be above anybody else. The favorite thing I saw on Twitter uh, during this Ranger Islander game was the the Canadians finished up their preseason tonight and, and they finished the preseason oh six and two. Oh, that's nice. And our friend Mike Harrington from the Buffalo News, who's got a wicked sense of humor basically wondered whether they knew that uh, was wondering whether the tank had already started, started. in the preseason, started in the pre-season. <laughs> you know, we don't want we don't want winning players we want players that are going to no, no yeah, that's yeah. not fair I'm no not fair. it's not and, kind of and, and and we know marty st louis and yeah. this is going to drive him nuts so. yeah and, and i you know i mean i i worked with jeff gordon too when uh, jeff gordon was the gm of the rangers when I got on the beat, so I mean he's a good man, and, and he's obviously done a rebuild before, so he knows what he's doing in it, and um, you know, I think they're in good hands as far as that rebuild. But this season's going to be ugly. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, is there anyone we missed in the Metropolitan? We got the, the Metro. The, yeah, we got the, the 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 Rangers and Hurricanes. We got the Capitals uh, and, and the Penguins. Is you know, no, that, we're, we're good. We got the. We got the Carolina Rangers on top. We 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 got a battle between Pittsburgh, Washington, and the Islanders for third. And Columbus, I guess you could throw in there. Yeah. We think New Jersey's better, but not quite ready yet. We think Philly's gonna suck. Yeah, and and uh, I don't know how many times the Rangers played the the Flyers in the preseason. Um, no, no, we didn't play them this. Season. Okay, so the the Islanders played two preseason games against uh, the Flyers, and, and they were pain in the butt games for the Islanders. Because, I mean, the Flyers had no one on their roster, and John Tortorella had those guys playing so hard. Oh. I mean, you know, yeah, every... Th- you can't do that for... You can't do that for 82 No, hours. no, but, no. But, but we both know Torts is a coach, and it, it, it's going to look ugly, but he's going to have those guys yeah. playing hard. He's got Tony D on the roster, though. Tony D'Angelo... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I love Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. He's a guy who, who is a singular skill. He can mm. score points. He can run a power play. Um, but yeah, no, they're, they're not good. Yeah. Well, speaking of Tony D'Angelo, the, the reasons we love the Hurricanes, um, they, yeah, they allow Tony D'Angelo to walk away. They bring in Brent Burns. <laughs> yeah. And How they, about that? And they also, uh, they also have Max Pacioretty yeah, coming in, although yeah. he's, uh, hurt to start the season. But uh, they've, it, they've made some smart moves, man. They like they they take chances on people. They 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 get in a salary cap league. You need bargains, and they find bargains. They they get guys that are good players, and you know for whatever reason it's not working out with where they are, and they go get those guys, and 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 they they incorporate them and and assimilate them into their team, and it works. Yeah, give me give me a minute on your team because uh, I, I, there there are plenty of subjects here, but I, I do think we should spend a minute on the Rangers. Leading in, they bring in Vincent Trocheck from the Hurricanes right. to replace Strom and Andrew Kopp and Tyler Mott is gone. And how how do you think this is going to work for the Rangers? Are they going to be better than last season? Better, I don't know. They won 52 games last year and got to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I don't know if I can expect them to be better. I I would expect that they will be good. Um, Trocek, it's funny. Trocek and Ryan Strom are born on the same day. 
Um, they're roughly the same size. They're both right-handed shots. They play the same position. And Trocek took Brian Strom's number 16. So it's like, it's almost like, you know, you have the same guy. But I think Trocek, is, you know, the Rangers view him as a, as a bit of an upgrade over Strom. Maybe not a huge upgrade, but, but an upgrade nonetheless. Um, he has more career goals, more career points. He's a better face-off guy. And, and so they think that he'll be better. What he doesn't have yet, and we even talked about it with Gerard Gallant after the game tonight, is chemistry with Artemi Panarin, which Strom had. So that's kind of the thing that I'm interested to see, really, how that develops for the Rangers. But as constructed, they have enough talent where it, you know, they'll be okay. I mean, they're okay in the goal, as we know. We mentioned Shesterkin. They have Panarin. They have Zabanjad. You know, Kreider's probably not going to score 52 goals again, but he's a good player nonetheless. They have Adam Fox. They have enough talent. Uh, Truba is their new captain. You know, Keandre Miller looks poised to, to really take a step forward in his third year. Uh, they'll be fine. Now, what's really going to impact the Islanders and, and also the Capitals and Penguins and maybe the Blue Jackets, you know, is how many playoff teams come out of the Atlantic division. And I'm just going to say this. You're penciling in the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Tampa Bay Lightning, right. and the Florida Panthers. Yes. Those are absolute layup gimmies as playoff teams this season. Now, it's... That that that's leaving out the Boston Bruins, right. who who a lot of people are projecting, even with the injuries to start the season, even with Bruce Bruce Cassidy not even coaching there anymore, which I thought was one of the strangest <laughs> off season moves. And you bring in Jim Montgomery, yeah, um, which is a guy you would bring in for a rebuild. I yeah, would say. yeah, but. But then but you're they not were, because yeah, still so Patrice Bergeron wound up coming back, right. and, and now Jake DeBrusque is happy there. Taylor Hall's going to start the season, I think, banged up a little bit. Charlie McAvoy's banged up. Uh, they got Marshan banged, banged up. But you know, at the end of the season, the Bruins are good. Yeah. Um, so how many teams? The Senators are improved. Much the, improved. The Detroit Red Wings are improved. Much improved. And everyone's favorite sleeper this year seems to be the Buffalo Sabres. I'm curious as to, as to whether they're, uh, you know, how serious they're going to be in terms of the improvement. Because I like them too. Yeah. But, as you mentioned it, yeah, it's, it's hard to imagine them being better than Boston or, or whatever. It's hard to imagine them being in the top four. But, you know, stuff happens. Their injuries happen and things happen. And, you know, I think the best you can do is get yourself in the neighborhood and be ready in case anything happens to one of those other teams ahead of you. And, by the way, we should pass along congratulations to uh, former Islander Kyle Poso, who, as every Islander fan knows, is just one of the most upstanding well-respected players in the NHL, and uh, today he was named the Buffalo Sabres' new captain. Uh, 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 just a very worthy pick, and really happy to see Kyle kind of pick his game back up after a lot of injuries up in Buffalo. They are going, they're young. They're very yeah, young. they're young. They're very young. They got holes, but they got talent, man, and, they've, and, and they're sick of losing. They've been bad for a long time, but they've accumulated... You know, they've accumulated some talent. Uh, you know, Rasmus Dahlin and the Owen Power uh, decided to come. We, didn't, we weren't sure he was going to come, and he's there. And So, you know, maybe it's one of those things where 
maybe they're two years away or a year away, but they're going to be much better and they're going to be – and they, they, like the Devils, are going to be taking points off of people and making it difficult for other people. Right, and the Red Wings are another team that could be an up-and-comer. And I've already seen people predicting uh, Derek Lalonde, who was uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, assistant uh, to John Cooper, who is now – coaching the Red Wings, I've already seen him projected to be the Jack Adams Award winner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are... People are doing that? Yeah, no, people think that Lalonde in, in Detroit is is an absolute home run. Okay. So, one other team... Uh, look, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I know they lose Palat to the, uh, Devils. the, the Devils, and that's a good get for the Devils. Yes. It's sort of a... Uh, you know, a consolation prize for Johnny Gaudreau not wanting to go back you to Jersey. What happened with that dude, man? Like, I, how, why is he not on the Islanders? First of all, I, I don't think and then the why Islanders is he were not on the Devils. Well, he wanted he wanted to go to the Flyers, it's, but they had no money, right. and I, I don't didn't sound like he was too high on either the Islanders or, or the, the Devils. Yeah, and Columbus was the apple of his eye. Which oh, come on. anyway, the, anyway the, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I just like so the lightning are the lightning are going to be good. I mean, they just yeah they have are. Vasilevsky yeah right they have Stamkos they have Kucherov they have Braden Point yes the, they're the, going to be good the they Pan- have Hedman I forgot Hedman yes the Panthers now ah. they bring in Paul Maurice they don't retain Andrew Burnett they bring in Kachuk but they trade Huberdeau they have to and Weger yeah and everyone is thinking the Panthers are going to be... Now, I, like I said, them, the Lightning, and the Maple Leafs are slam-dunk playoff qualifiers out of that division. Are the Panthers a cup contender? That, that's a long, heavy yeah. side. Um, I'm, I'm wondering about that, and I was wondering about that as I prepared for this podcast. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, how, how deep are you going to go as far as cup contenders? You know, on the short, how short's your short list? Are you talking about four teams? talking about ten teams? Well, I mean, in the Eastern Conference, if, if we're going to go there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to consider the Hurricanes. I think you have to consider the Rangers. I think you have to consider the Lightning. I think you have to consider the Maple Leafs, who... No, we don't have to consider the Maple Leafs. Well, no. okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the Maple Leafs for one hot second here. <laughs> you know what they have up front. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we know that John Tavares at $11 million per season is probably way overpaid at yeah. this point for what they're getting out of him. Right. Right? It's all about what happens in net. For, yes. Yeah, right? Because they've, 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 they sent out... Uh, uh, who'd they, uh, Mrazek, or no, who'd they have in net last season? Yeah. Oh, Campbell, Jack Campbell. changes all the time. Right, they, they send out Campbell, they bring in Matt Murray, which is one of the biggest gambles on, in the man. history of gambling, Come and they on, also man. bring in Samsonov, who we know did not work as a tandem with Vanacek. So, what do you foresee for the Maple Leafs? I, I, I oh. foresee them making the playoffs and losing in the first round, it's what they do. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I know every, I know everyone around here it's would, would yeah. I know everyone around here would laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, is this the season where the Maple Leafs? No, no, no. okay. So no, who with did, those goalies? Come on. 
All right. So out of the Eastern Conference, who do you consider legit cup contenders? Legit cup contenders would be Tampa Bay, although I, I like them less than, than last year because they don't have Palat and because, you know, they traded Ryan McDonough. Um, you know, cap considerations is, you know, like, but I feel like their roster has been, you know, they've been chipping off pieces of that roster for the last two years. So, yeah, I like them less, but I still, they still got the goalie. And they still got all those guys, you know, Point and Kucherov and all, and, and, and um, you know, Hedman and, and uh, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Stamkos. Stamkos. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I was um, trying to figure out which what's-his-name you were looking so, at. So, yeah, no, I mean, like, they, they, they would be the team. And, you know, I, I do like the Rangers, although the, the thing about the Rangers is if anything happens to, like, say for the Islanders, right, if something happens to Sorokin, you have Varlamov. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way about the Rangers. If something happens to Shesterkin, I don't know that, you know, Yara Halak is going to, you know, be the guy to, 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 you know. So, you know, there's a caveat there. But, but you know, the Rangers are high, and I, and I do think the Rangers have their holes and stuff. I don't necessarily think that they're a favorite to win the Cup. But I think, I think they're a team that could win the Cup if, if, you know, they have a good playoffs. You know, Carolina makes strong moves, and they and they just they just win, and they and they know, and they got a great coach. Yeah. So, uh, Carolina and Tampa Bay would be my favorites in the East. Um, and if you want to talk about the West, I mean, I guess I do. I, well, I wanted to start with the West because you brought up uh, Halak with the Rangers. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche win a Stanley Cup yeah. with Darcy Kemper, <laughs> yes. who is now. In Washington, yes. and your man, Alex Guryev, <laughs> is now either 1A one one or 1B one yeah, yeah. with the Colorado Avalanche. Do the Avalanche have enough in net? Apparently. I would say that they would be the, 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 the aberration, the exception to the rule, right? Normally, I would think, you know, you got to have that level goalie to be in the conversation, but... Uh, I think Colorado is so good elsewhere that maybe they can, you know, save money in the goal, which is what they're clearly trying to do, right? I mean, like, uh, they, they went from Philip Grubauer, they let him go, and they bring in Darcy Kemper, you know, he wins a cup, and then they let him go, and they, and they trade for Alex Georgiev, who, you know, did not have a great year last year, frankly. Yeah, I mean, he well, was, he his save percentage has got to get over nine hundred, yeah. right? It's you know, I mean, and you know, I think they understood that you know, a twenty-six-year-old guy playing a backup role to another twenty-six-year-old guy was just not a good situation for him, and they're banking on the fact that if they get him out of that situation, put him in a situation where he has a chance to be a number one and fight for it, that you know, he'll be better. And I and I wish him luck, and I hope that he does. Uh, play better and and he plays well enough for them, um, but yeah, their their team's different. They yeah. you know they can they can survive with adequate goaltending, um, whereas I don't I don't think anyone else can. Now uh, the other uh, the the team I was on from January on last year, the Calgary Flames yeah. had, I think without question, the most interesting off season yes. in recent memory. Yes. Yeah, because Kachuk, I mean, first of all, they can't sign. Goudreau, Goudreau, which they tried. I mean, they, 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 they tried. offered him more money, and, and, you know, it's not like they let him walk. Yeah. They wanted him back. Right. But he goes, and then Kachuk says, you know what? If that guy's leaving, I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. And <laughs> from that rubble, yeah. they bring in Huberdu. Yeah. They bring in Uyghur. Right. And then sort Let's of— not forget the draft picks they got, too. Like, they got yeah. tons of draft picks. Well, but then 
when everyone is thinking Nazem Kadri's coming to the <laughs> islands, he winds up in in, in Calgary. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess the question is, like, first of all, Brad traveling is the GM of the year before the season yes, even starts. Before it starts. Yeah. But are the are the flames good enough? Yes. Why? Because Jacob Markstrom is a good enough goalie, um, and because Jonathan Huberdeau is a good enough player, um, and they were good last year. They were a problem last year. I, I don't, you know, I mean, yeah, they didn't win the cup last year. They got bounced early, um, and that that'll happen. But I think they made the best of a bad situation, and they have the goaltending. Right, so you look like I look at you look at Edmonton, who has the best player in the world on their team, uh, potentially two of the best and, players, and, and possibly two of the top five best players yeah. in the world on their team, and you look at their goaltending. You go, yeah, no, I can't take them seriously. Right, but Calgary has a real goalie. I mean, they have a guy who was a finalist for the Vezina Trophy last year yeah. on their team. So I, I think that they have enough to do now. Am I picking them to win the Stanley Cup? No, I, I, I'm not picking anybody. I, I, I picked Colorado the last three years. They finally won. I think I'm going to rest on that. Well, that's not how it works on the <laughs> Island Ice Podcast. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> a couple other teams I want to go over in the West. And before even saying that, are you looking forward to – to, to anything more than going out to Arizona and seeing an NHL game in a 5,000-seat <laughs> college arena. I mean, it is, to me, it's, it's an abomination to the NHL that they're allowing this, but it's going to be great going in there. Stoked, man. We, yeah. You know, the, the Rangers are going there at the end of uh, October. Actually, the day before Halloween, uh, they play, I think, on the 30th, so... Um, I'll be out there pretty soon. Uh, when when do you go? I think we're the. Uh, I go out there. I think it's a November. No, it might be a December. November or December trip. Right. It's it's a Dece- It's it's early enough in the season. It, it's it's a back to back with Vegas and there's a Colorado portion <laughs> to that. It, it, I think it's a four game trip. But no, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we we literally had to text Arizona and say, hey, we got. Because I think they're going to be four traveling reporters for the Islanders on that trip, not including the social media team. Right. It's like, do you have enough space for us in the press box? (laughs) (laughs) And you guys should worry about that, too. (laughs) Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah, but... No, but that's... And plus, they're going to stink. They they stink. But as the teams that are good... Uh, now, uh, this is a, a personal bias. I, I covered John Hines when he was the Devils coach. I, I, I have a lot of respect for, for John Hines. I, Nashville, I think, is going to be a really sneaky good team because I don't think you can underestimate bringing in Ryan McDonough to that group. Right. I, th- I think Mac is really going to uh, give that team a kick in the butt. And they've got four points already on the board. Don't yeah, they? yeah, they're two and zero against the Sharks yeah. over in Europe. So yeah, so I mean, the, I mean, listen, they barely got in last year as the eight seed. Unfortunately, they had to play Colorado in the first round. But you know, if they can get a little higher than that, if they can finish in you know in the in the you know the top four or maybe the top six, and and avoid that matchup, yeah, they could be a problem for people for sure. They got the goaltending and they've got defense and you know they've got McDonough and they've got. 
uh, you know, Roman Roman Yossi, yeah. who was, uh, you know, who had a phenomenal season last year. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they'll they'll be fine and they'll be fun and, and um, you know, a team to watch in the West. Yeah. And then it seems like every year uh, we're saying, oh, this is the Minnesota Wilds year. You know, they, they, they always seem to be on the cusp. Kirill uh, Kaprizov is just a, a, an outworldly talent. Yeah. Matt Zuccarello yeah. is still playing at a very high level. They have some really good pieces, and they got good depth. And they've got now Marc-Andre Fleury in net. I still I don't trust that team. It's, it's hard to trust them. I think because yes, Mark and Mark Andre Fleury has been a great goalie and he'll be a Hall of Famer, but he's at the end now, and I don't know if he's the same goalie he was, you know, when he was leading Vegas to the to the Stanley Cup final. That was what now? That's four years ago already. Yeah. Um, he's four years older, so I don't I don't know I don't know if the goaltending is going to be good enough, and you know, they've. You know, they'll have to prove it. They'll have to show it to me. I'm not picking them to win the cup. No. All right. Any other teams in the West you think have a legit shot? At the cup? I don't know. Let's see. Let's look. What do we got here? In the Western Conference, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Let's talk St. Louis. St. Louis. That's a very solid team. Craig Berube still a, yeah. you know, one, one of the better coaches in the league. They play a hard, physical game. And I guess it's whether... They get enough in net. It's uh, Jordan. Isn't that a, 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 that's like a common theme yeah. we're talking about, if yeah. the goaltending is good enough. Well, this is uh, now a tandem of Bennington and former Islander Thomas Grice, and yeah. I don't know about that. Bennington has been to the mountaintop. Uh, he's, yeah. he's been good. Um, and so, but I, I think he's, he's you know, uh, he needs to be better. Yeah. He needs to be better in order for them to to be serious contenders. But you're right. They do have a good coach, and they've got they've got pretty good talent up and down the lineup. So. Yeah, and Pavel Buchnevich is, you know, I know there were reasons behind that trade, yeah. but he's really one that the Rangers <laughs> let get away. <laughs> yes, and, and listen, everybody knew he had to go. He knew he had to go. Uh, we all knew he had to go. But the Rangers haven't replaced him. I mean, no. They're still looking for a replacement for him and, you know, pining for him. Yeah. All right, so I'll do this first. As far as the cup final, I, I think the Hurricanes, this is the year they come out of the East. And I'm going to stick with the Flames. I was on the Flames last year. It didn't happen. I'm going Flames, Hurricanes, probably Hurricanes to win. You know what? Um, I, I like the Flames a lot, too. Um, uh, and again, I did pick Colorado the last three years. They finally won it. But it's a different thing to pick a team to win and then to then pick that team to repeat. So I don't know if I want to pick Colorado to repeat, especially given what we talked about with the goaltending and, you know, question marks there. Um, so I'm going to go with the Flames, too. I like the Flames as well. I'm going to pick the Flames out of the out of the West. I don't know about Carolina because the Rangers beat them. So, like, I, I kind of look at the and then, you know, Trocek was a good player for them now, and he's left. So, yes, they've, they've replaced people and moved people around, and, and they'll be good. I'm not worried about them, but I'm not picking them to go to the finals. If, if anything, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to Tampa Bay and say that, uh, um, you know, they'll be there. And then, and then we'll see. I think, you know, I, I, I kind of like the Flames, too. Yeah. I got to be honest. If the Lightning make it to the Stanley Cup final for the fourth straight year, <laughs> I mean, I, I, in, a, in a salary cap world, yeah. I, I, yeah. I know – 
you know, I, I know the Islanders obviously won four in a row. The it Canadians, was a different yeah, time. A different era. That you know, win or lose, if they get to a fourth straight Stanley Cup final, yeah. they, you, you can't do anything but just look in awe at that at that team if that happens. Yeah, no, and and yeah, I don't pick them lightly because I think it's 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 a tremendous accomplishment that they do. So. You know, I'd like to pick somebody else, but I just don't like anybody better than I like them. All right. Well, Colin, I appreciate you uh, hopping aboard for this. Again, that's Colin Stevenson, Newsday's superb New York Rangers beat writer. Find him on Twitter at Colin S. Newsday. I'm your host, Andrew Gross, and I'm at A. Gross Newsday, and you can find all of the Islanders' content at newsday.com backslash aisles, including uh, back episodes of uh, the Island Ice podcast. Also, uh, please remember uh, Newsday TV. Uh, There'll be video content coming up this season. You can check all that out. And until the next time, and we'll talk again when the regular season has begun. Colin, you want to say anything? Happy hockey, everybody! (laughs)